0: All talk, all the time. This is TalkZone.com, Internet Talk Radio. Welcome back to Mastering Ourselves. Thanks very much for staying with us. If you'd like to call in for a psychic reading, we're at 1-800-336-2225. Yes, we're going to talk. You know, we promised we were on the AM show this morning. We promised to talk about uh, the Psychic Abilities of President Lincoln, which, you know, there have been many, many uh, biographies written about him, but they always seem to...
1: They seem to miss something. I'm just thrilled to have this book to read. It the, the book's called...
0: The book is called The Psychic Life of Abraham Lincoln by Susan B. Martinez, and she will be joining us on the show in November.
1: Yeah, we'll be getting into this book in depth and maybe some dabbles. This is simply a dabble today.
0: Yes, this is a dabble. A little
1: dabble do ya.
0: <laughs> you know, Abraham Lincoln was amazing, and for all those biographies written about him, they all sort of, you know, skimmed the surface of the fact that he was a deep and profound spiritual man who was psychic, who was gifted in these areas, he had visions, he went to those that had visions, he was guided to do what he did, he was just a profound you, man.
1: You know what Tolstoy said of Lincoln? same time he said all around the remote parts of the world he would be utterly amazed he didn't hear news about anything else you know consistently except for abraham lincoln's incredible help to the people
0: yes freeing the people can you imagine that you don't hear about king
1: this queen that this war that war you hear about abraham lincoln Breaking the barrier that was on the earth, and he spearheaded it, and I'll tell you, it was taken out on his hide.
0: Yeah, it was a tough, it was a tough mission. In fact, they say that Washington was the father of the country, and uh, Lincoln freed the country.
1: Well, yeah. with well, the father of freedom was Lincoln, the father of the country was uh, Washington. So, in, in uh, 130 years before the Civil War, Way back in seventeen something, there was a prophet in 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 um, England, and he said that uh, he spoke of Abraham Lincoln and George Washington and what they would do to the T. He you know he had the numbers of letters in their names and everything. He just had it right to the T.
0: And they so were,
1: they were prophesied, yes. and you know Lincoln and. Washington, they kept saying, everything is pre-designed. And, uh, we're, we're following, um, it's not called prophecy. What's that other word? Providence. This is divine providence. What's happening? Ours, ours is simply to courageously, uh, step up to the plate and do our piece of it. And the thing about George Washington, he had, um He had angels and blessings around him all the time. He had 11 serious diseases.
0: Any one of which normally would take him out in those days. One to three. Usually people won't
1: go past three of these kind of diseases. Mm -hmm. He went through 11 of them. And he had four bullets. He had two two horses shot down underneath him in some of the wars he was in. He had four bullets in his coat, never a, a wound or blemish on him. I remember reading one time, he's in the Battle of York, and uh, the British and and the Americans are fighting each other, and he rides out in the middle of them, and it says, cease fire. And the British (laughs) and Americans cease fire. He says, that's enough of that or something. But, you know, everyone stopped. No one shot him. It was utterly amazing. So that man had angels around him. He had utter charisma from a higher source and so did Abraham Lincoln. What Charmaine's about to read here
0: is how
1: deeply moved...
0: This is this is actually about his father's death here, this segment. Okay. Which is how deeply moved they yeah. were. Yeah, his father was equally as loved as he was, which is very, very interesting. It says, with Willie's death on the afternoon of Thursday, Thursday February 20th, Orville Browning and Benjamin B. French took charge of the funeral arrangements services conducted on the 24th in the East Room. So his father was also equally loved it's, as it's he was. It's his son.
1: Willie's his son, I believe.
0: Oh, is that what it was? Yes. I see. The well, well, they say Willie was
1: a spitting image of, of Abraham father. Lincoln, and they went through his character, and, and they were the same kind of people. Isn't that something? Yeah. Yeah. So, so it was devastating. This is their second son that had passed away and they, both Mary and Abe Lincoln were just torn to pieces about this and these were such, especially Abraham Lincoln, he was such a human soul that reached and, and bridged differences from all over the place and assigned humanity to people who weren't so humane and it helped people of all differences join together so people could feel his magnanimous heart and the light and the care and the goodness of his purpose. So that sets up the story Charmaine about to read here.
0: The servants and the nurses were sobbing. General McLeland Chase, and Stewart, uh, Seward weeping, and senators, ambassadors, and soldiers, all struggling with tears.
1: Now, McClellan and Chase and Seward, they all had a lot of friction with Abraham Lincoln, and yet when Abraham Lincoln's son died, it touched his heart so much that these people and the Senate and the legislature and kings and queens and this whatnot, they were having a really hard time not crying. Can you imagine the the man that that was that caused that? You see that happen today, and you're not going to see that kind of reaction.
0: You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. Uh, we air Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, 7pm Pacific, 10pm Eastern right here on CRN. You know, I say Mondays and then I don't say Mondays. The truth is, is they are, <laughs> they are airing, airing us on Monday now as well. If you'd like to call in for a reading, we're at 1-800-336-2225. 1-800-336-2225. The mansion was draped in black and all the mirrors in the public areas were covered, unconsciously following that age old superstition about departing spirits and the power of the reflective surface, surface to attract them back. Overwhelmed with grief, Mary and Abraham were beside themselves. The latter, though uh, through his sobs, declaring it to be the hardest trial of his life. And he went through a lot of them. I was say. So he
1: was torn. Yes. And this is in the middle of the Civil War, in which he was the anchor. He was the heart that held it together and unified. I want to read this to you just in the middle of this. An ex- extraordinary soul for an extraordinary, near impossible task. Abraham Lincoln was the soul chosen to embrace and reform the extra extreme differences during the impassioned, polarized U.S. Civil War. It took higher guidance, divine providence, greater light. He had to have a lot of light, ingenious diplomacy, ingenious strategies, and immense tolerance, and a great, all-embracing heart to pull it off. And he did it, And, and who he is and what he did on this earth is utterly rare. To the magnitude that he did it, utterly rare.
0: Though it had, though it took years for equality really to fully manifest itself, he certainly was the father of that.
1: Yeah, it was his, it was his job. You know, his soul says, "Okay, I'm going to bring this through." Like Washington, I'm going to birth and establish this. And if we have time, we're going to tell you a prophecy that happened to George Washington wow, on his,
0: amazing.
1: on his establishment of. Uh, of the United States, the prophecy for United States. But right now, let's finish this.
0: The tragedy was so heartfelt in the nation that Jeff Davis, who had been inaugurated President of the Confederate States two days before Willie's death. This, again, is Abraham Lincoln's son.
1: And this is the opposing general of the opposing army that's trying to take him out. And he's so touched
0: he expressed condolences for the Lin- Lincoln's sad loss. Both parents had kept a strict vigil at Willie's bedside. Lincoln, often breaking away from his fractious cabinet, the No. Ch- uh, Chase Seaward feud raging, uh, s- sleeping and eating in a chair next to his son's bed. The morning started out bleak enough, foggy, and cloudy, but soon the driving force of a tremendous windstorm pushed in from the northwest like a tornado most uh most writers regard that gale as a fitting metaphor of the ravaged Lincolns on that sourful
1: day Now can you imagine in washington d c this this area this doesn't happen here, and yet they had a tremendous storm tornado like uh, blowing everything every which way, and it was representing the mood here.
0: But such weather is not exactly typical of the capital. Rainstorms wrought dis- destruction upon the city. Steeples fell from the churches, roofs were torn from houses, and trees and debris littered the roadways. The funeral procession cowered under torrents of rain. While chimneys were overturned, the skylights of the Library of Congress were demolished and waves from the Potomac washed over the long bridge. And Wayne C. Temple said, Nature seemed to be duplicating the devastation which was being experienced by the first family on the day of Willie's funeral even the blood the blood red moon that emerged from behind the clouds at blood red moon at the, behind the clouds at 10:13 p.m. on April 14th, 1865 to the west of Washington many farmers testified to the lurid sighting at the time the very moment that the president was shot
1: so that was the president when he was shot the moon was blood red it was like wounded that's how powerful that is. Um, you know, I've seen a court case between very, very uh, strong souls in opposition to each other, and the the within minutes when they came in and started the deposition kind of thing, the cloud just came in massively, and it was just lightning and hail, crazy. And w- right when they finished and they were walking out, the, the storm just departed and left a fluke, wild, crazy storm from the Spirit, reflecting the Spirit going on. I remember another time when this man and I, he and I had a past life as uh, Sioux Indians. So we were extremely close. And um, so we we did a prayer. And as soon as we said Amen, there was just a huge gust. Only, only one gust for the whole day, and it was a huge gust. Five-second gusts almost blew us over. So that was like spirit, you know, reflecting the Indian, how the Indians were connected with the spirits. It reflected that old power that just came right back through.
0: You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts, offering a place to find sound answers to life stuff questions, which we do on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. If you'd like to call in for a reading, we're at 1-800-336-2225. You know, nature actually works in harmony with the world of spirit all the time. Yeah. It's quite amazing. I know I read a book one time for somebody who was out doing a spirit quest. And it was, it was, um, the book was very well done in talking about how when a certain message was meant to get through to the person, nature would come deliver it one way or the other. And mm-hmm. it happens all the time. Yeah. Those that are in touch with nature know that. That if you're looking for omens, nature is a perfect place to find them. Right. It's a perfect reflection. Take, for instance, global warming.
1: You have tons of people overcrowded too much in each other's face, so much irritation that it raises the temperature. Just that itself raises the temperature and makes the weather more irritating for us to live in. I believe that's the second um, the second greatest cause of global warming is actually our attitudes and our imbalance. And overpopulation. The first one, of course, is the sun has been having way more solar flares and activities and a higher range of it is like more power released. So it's like we're in a microwave oven being cooked even more. And it's not only us but other planets and moons that's the same thing happening. So I but I believe Put this on record if you want. I believe that the second main cause is all of our attitudes and irritations and overpopulations and off-balance. And some of that is our pollution. And, you know, no matter what pollution causes in global warming, I'm all for cleaning up pollution. I don't like it. And so one more thing here. Uh, remember Jesus on the cross, there was this huge storm and earthquake right there when he was on the cross. Why do you think that happened right at that time? So the reason why we're doing this is to draw this phenomena together so you can see that it's it all goes together. It, it's not a separate thing.
0: Nature is responding to humanity. And when we become sharp enough We can understand the uh, signs and symbols and start interpreting it and applying it in our daily life.
1: So here's a few other things from Abraham Lincoln. I am conscious every moment that all I am and all I have is subject to the control of a higher power.
0: (laughs) That's still true today, folks. Whether we realize it or not, we are subject to a higher power. And of course, our job here on this show is to help all of you to get more in touch with that higher power so that you can be aligned with it rather than fighting it.
1: All I am and all I have is subject to the control of a higher power. Abraham Lincoln was the only president that didn't go to church. <laughs> That's something?
0: You know, it isn't that churches are bad either, you know, especially the ones that don't limit you, like, you know, like the Catholic Church, you know, or the Christians don't believe in reincarnation. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Missed something
1: there, huh? You know,
0: the Buddhists think that there's, uh, all there is is nirvana after he leaves. You know, there's. You know, there's fragments of truth everywhere, and our job is to find the fragments and keep moving up our spiral. That's our job. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charma Amber. We're going to do this on Washington when we come back, right? Mm -hmm. Washington had an amazing vision when he was at Valley Forge that actually buoyed him up and allowed him to survive. That's right. So we will be right back. Thanks for being with us. Hang on.
1: We're all looking for ways to become better people. So why not let Charmé and Keith Amber, co-hosts of Mastering Ourselves, help guide your way. Mastering Ourselves offers a clear path through the muddle of life. Charmé and Keith have a new book called Steps to Enlightenment, with formulas for personal growth and tools to change unwanted habits. Steps to Enlightenment offers it all. Find out what others have to say about Steps to Enlightenment at www.masteringourselves.com.